Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Attention all shoppers, the holidays are right around the corner and we're ready for a little retail therapy. But before we talk shopping, we have to talk shop. This week's travel news includes some bad news for theme parks, some great news for cruising, and then, well, there's Japan. Dust off your credit cards and grab a shopping cart. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Well, guys, Halloween is over and we set our clocks back an extra hour, which means we've officially started that slow creep to Christmas. Tis the season to go shopping. Let's get the news out of the way so we can engage in a little retail therapy. But first, I was wondering, uh, at what age do kids finally understand the concept of falling back when daylight saving time ends? I'm asking for a sleep-deprived friend. It must be 51, because yeah. I'm 50 and still don't understand the concept. Once you get to the teen years and they sleep until 11 a.m. every day, you'll be fine. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. That's so so many years away, though. It is. I mean, we don't and even need it anymore. you keep having children, so it's even more years. You just keep adding but more years. Yes, we need the daylight for our tending to the farm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. My crops are really going to be hurting this year. So. <laughs> yeah, I want it to go away, too. I don't think we need it. Or let's just stay on it all year long. Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my preference. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was fun to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your sleep deprivation, Dan. Probably Moving wasn't on. all that fun for the Moving listeners. On. <laughs> Top notch entertainment here at the Gold Key Under Gold Key. What is time? Anyway, but an abstract concept. <laughs> time is a flat circle. The news this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, yay, Woo-hoo! cruising again, and destinations around the world. Spoiler alert. www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, uh, let's get the bad news out of the way. Let's start with the bad news and get it out of the way. Yeah, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, a couple of items uh, from. From Disney that aren't too good. Um, basically, the biggest one, there were some massive layoffs that just hit Walt Disney World's entertainment. Massive. Yeah, so these uh, emails were recently sent out to the equity performers. Um, layoffs at most, uh, pretty much all of the live shows, as mm-hmm. well as the Streetmosphere performers at all the parks, um, Hoopty Doo Musical Review. Um, That's when I knew stuff was getting real, was when I saw Hoopty yeah. yeah, gone. Um, yeah, all the way to like the the actors behind the scenes at Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Um, Ugh, yes, that's the, the Green Army me. men. What in the world? Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean that's that's surprising too because they've they've got attractions that are theater shows open. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was assuming that would just be a matter of time before that one opened because it's a popular show. They could control the time that they have people mm-hmm. in there. I mean, it's yeah. So, uh, it's, and some it's of you know some of them are open air. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the the streetmosphere kind of made sense because they typically are a little, you know, more close up to the guests and 
It's okay. not as cool if the interacting with the citizens of Hollywood if they have to stay six feet away from you, but and yeah. wear a mask. And wear a mask. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've been I mean, they've to be honest, for the past few years, they've been slowly cutting back mm-hmm. on the entertainment, especially the, the streetmosphere performers. So they they did release a statement where they addressed it and said that, you know, they're hopeful that they could bring most of these um, people back at some point in some capacity, but mm-hmm. at, nobody knows at this point what it's going to be. I don't know. I suspect it'll be late 21 or maybe not even till 22 before we well, Bob see some of them back. is big on the, if it doesn't generate us money, mm-hmm. we're not going to have it. That's yeah. true. That Unless it's his salary. Point. Let's just put it that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's if, have merch. So if, if the stream is fear, I can almost get, I love it. And it adds to the beauty and the, the uh, experience there, but it's not a crowd eater when they don't have mm-hmm. shows though. And then they're trying, they're not having fast pass. You need some crowd eaters like these yes. live shows. The Indiana Jones stunt show would mm-hmm. hold like 1500 people at a time that weren't and, wandering around mm-hmm. in and the street. It's, it's, it's outside. It's an outdoor right. theater. Yeah. yeah. So even if you cut that in half, you just need some, some crowd eaters. And that's what Hollywood mm-hmm. studio was. 50 percent shows yeah, yeah. And now exactly. they have none of that and everyone thinks oh, it's overcrowded this is actually way fewer people than have ever been in that park but there's nowhere for them to go mm-hmm. but in a store or wandering in the streets waiting for their ride time for rise mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't understand this thinking streetmosphere i kind of get if you need yeah. to cut labor i hate it for them because i love it but i don't know i understand that but the just canceling of all shows and all of the crowd eating things is silly to me. And yeah. as they add more capacity, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Those mm-hmm. lines are yeah. just going to keep stretching. Mm-hmm. And Something's they're not, they're give, moving quickly. Know. It looks alarming when you see a line backed up, you know, for the safaris all the way back to the Festival of the Lion King. It looks crazy. It's still moving very quickly, but. Yeah. Um, and the lines have actually been moving faster than Disney's even posting. Um, they've found. So Disney's I think people been forgot too what what busy days at Disney really looked like cuz everyone's yes. like the wait time for whatever small world was 35 minutes. Yeah. That that's a little out of the ordinary but Peter Pan is always an hour. An hour yeah. even in in the slow times it's always yeah. that long. And I feel like what I be honest in the summertime and Christmas an hour to 90 minutes typically yes and yeah. you you know when you're you're talking holiday season they're normally you can have two three hour long lines mm-hmm. so so i think i think it's more like 30 minutes to 45 mm-hmm. is probably the average right now of yeah all the and that's that's great but people got used to having a fast pass and they're still a little those those who go a lot are still yeah, outraged they, i about got my three and then i can stand in line for a couple of other things mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah, that is sad. I hate it for all of the so many talented people that are just they will come back. I think most of them, but you know, it's going to be a year of them. In the just meantime, it's yeah. finding crap to do somewhere mm-hmm. else. Until yeah, right. and they sucks. just got done. They just got done fighting the battle. They did. Let us come back. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. now it's yeah god that's rough tough well, times. Even better news. Yeah, yeah. even better news. <laughs> yep. So. uh 
Over in Europe, Disneyland Paris is going to have to temporary, temporarily close again on October 30th, unfortunately. So, uh, so closed is, now as, as you're listening to this. Yes. Uh, so unfortunately, this is part of new lockdown measures that uh, are being imposed for all of France after an mm-hmm. uptick in cases. And uh, so it's going to reclose again on, on October 30th. And uh, it's part of the new restrictions on that's going to have closure on bars and restaurants and Curfews. restrictions. Yeah. Refer- restrictions yeah, on mm-hmm. citizens leaving their homes. Hope people understand that that's all of France and it's due, due to the national uptick in mm-hmm. COVID cases, not, not any outbreak that happened at Walt Disney World. Correct. I mean, yeah. uh, Disneyland. Nothing Paris. was tracked, tra- tracked back to that, but I, right. I hear people complaining in the United States about being forced to wear a mask and, and pinging on their freedoms. And I think like, and if you this live in Paris right now, you cannot leave your house without paperwork that says you're allowed to be out on your one hour mm-hmm. exercise time. I mean, well, last I checked, I woke up in a free country. Yeah. Well, all the French people think that, too. But mm-hmm. thanks yeah. to America, they did. <laughs> Meanwhile, here we're. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Over here, everybody's everybody's. Moaning We're crying that, that we've to... got to leave our name and phone number at a restaurant oh. so that they can tell you that you need to get tested in case there's an outbreak. Yeah, that just happened here in Michigan. Uh, we've, we're like the whole rest of the country. We're having an uptick in cases, and uh, Big Gretch put in some new regulations that uh, she's not closing down bars and restaurants yeah, right now. A lot now. of states are yeah. doing that, uh, but you they have to have your name and your phone number and record when you were there, and that's so that if they find out. That you were exposed, that they can let you know. It's That's all for contact how contract tracing. contact tracing exactly. has to work. And people freak out on that. Meanwhile, they're practically giving a stool sample every time they fill out a form on which kind of pineapple are you on <laughs> on a Facebook game. <laughs> They'll really, give all of their information. Really good point. <laughs> you, you carry around your cell phone that Google's constantly listening. Yeah, to they them. think yeah. Bill Gates okay. is going to track them through vaccines, and they type this into their actual tracking device yes. they're carrying around. If you're phone. not comfortable with it, you can order takeout and you don't mm-hmm. have to don't That's have good. to leave your phone. Number. And if you order takeout, there's a record of that too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Oh no, Denny's nose. <laughs> yeah. Well, Heather, I'm ready. Any, anything else bad, Jess, or can we move on to the good news? Yeah, that's that's all the bad news I have for right now. And oh, good. All the bad news so far. Yeah, for, <laughs> well, oh, there's no. more, Jeff. You're the father. well in better news yesterday uh, sorry not yesterday when you're listening to this on friday the uh, 30th of november we got the great news that the cdc has officially lifted the no sale order for cruise ships (laughs) so starting november 1st cruise ships are allowed to sail in u.s waters it's amazing. So, of course, it's not just a, a, you know, blanket, go ahead, YOLO sort of thing. It is a conditional sailing order. And there's some things that they have to do. But all of the major cruise lines are ready for this. They've they've known what's coming. They've been working with the CDC on the safe sail initiative. Um, so they they're all going to have to do some test sailings to prove that all of their initiatives that they've taken uh follow the cdc guidelines which are uh i opened the cdc's announcement and it's page after page after page of 
all, it's a lot of words. <laughs> I think these uh, I think these cruise lines are very ready for they it. Really they really are. They've all been spending a lot of time, a lot of money, and working with a lot of mm-hmm. experts to make this as safe as possible. Yeah. Essentially, it boils down to that all cruise crew members are going to have to be tested on a weekly basis. Uh, they'll have to be provided with all of the PPE that they need. <laughs> PPE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the vessels, like I mentioned, have to go through test cruises to show that they have mitigated the COVID-19 risks. And then when they pass that, they'll get a convi- conditional sailing certificate from the CDC. And then it's also going to require that passengers undergo testing before they board the ship. Uh, like immediately before in the port. And they're also going to have to get retested when departing in case they have picked something up on the voyage. They want to know that. Um, and then there's, you know, lots of stuff that they uh, uh, on board that's going to uh, be in place. Most of the cruise lines are going to be starting with just a few ships and short, shorter itineraries to that really concentrate heavily at first on their private islands. Like um, Royal Caribbean has Coco Key and Labadee ready to go. They've, they've already gotten all, all of the procedures in place there. Um, MSC actually has been sailing all summer in Europe and they've completed, I think it's either eight or 10 successful cruises with zero outbreaks on board, which is great. And one of the things that they're doing is that excursions have to be done through them and you have to stay together with them on your excursions. And that way they prevent people getting off the ship and picking it up and bringing it back on board. And they're serious about it. There was one sailing where some people snuck off in Naples, Italy and went and did their own thing and they got left in Naples. They weren't allowed to get back on the ship. So it's going to be stuff like that for a while. Limited capacity, temperature checks. There's Does that problem. mean like you can't just get off in Nassau or wherever and exactly. wander on your own, right? Mm-hmm. And I that's going to be that way for a while, I think. That's more money for the cruise companies anyway. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's going to be probably mandatory mask Put wearing when you're in um, public spaces. Uh, you know, stuff that all the stuff that we've had to get used to in our regular lives and the stuff that make other travel safe is going to apply to cruises. But hopefully we will see something in the next month or two starting to go out. I volunteer to be one of those test cruises. Hey, absolutely. Sign I'll take me a volunteer up. For this, I volunteer for the second wave of test cruises. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the first ones back healthy and then... <laughs> Yeah, I'm crossing my fingers for a, a, just a Castaway Key cruise. That's just, just I th- I key. think you're going to see that. I, I'm I will yeah. jump on that. Like I mm-hmm. always wanted that. So yeah. that's what she said. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Yeah, <laughs> not in my experience. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's really, really great news for the for the travel industry. We're all very excited about this. So yeah. Let's get back to it. You know that you can do it. For the best travel hacks when you're planning your trips, here's key to the world travel with just the tips. Just the tips. Our tip this week comes from key to the world 
travel planner and Gold Key Adventures Society super fan, Teresa Perry. Hi, this is Teresa Perry from Northport, Alabama. Roll Tide. And my travel tip is make sure you take pictures of yourself on your trip. A lot of times, especially moms and dads too, get behind the camera and you're taking pictures of the scenery and your kids and you forget about yourself or you're worried, you know, you're having a bad hair day or you hadn't lost that 20 pounds. And I'm here to tell you, it does not matter. You will want those pictures. Your children will want those pictures one day. Get in front of the camera, take those pictures of yourself with your family, take the candids and just have fun because those will be the most priceless, precious memories you'll have one day. That is a great, great tip. I'm typically taking pictures of everyone else. I'm not in that many of our family pictures. And another tip, if you're a big fat slob, stand behind your family. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to uh, the photos from our, my family trip that's coming up in a couple of weeks because we have a million photos of us in the parks, but now there's something new. Like it'll be really easy to tell which year these photos were from because of the mask (laughs) yeah and we bought we bought masks for every day so that we could have like different styles different themes yeah make the photos like extra extra better yeah so matching we don't do matching no but like we're going it's you know kicking off the holiday season so we all got different christmas style masks to wear oh yeah so different star wars masks for hollywood studios things like that nice nerded up a bit star wars town usa yeah. Population U. <laughs> well, thanks for the tip, Teresa. Heather, more good news. No, Jess, who cares? <laughs> Can I do Somebody's some good news, got please? Some good news. It's please, Jess's more good turn. news. Please. Yes, good news from uh, our friends at Universal. We've got a few things. We first have up friends is. Friends at Universal? Yes. Just a few. Uh,. First up is the uh, strangely early announcement of the first house for Halloween Horror Nights 2021. It's really early. <laughs> yeah, well, it was already built for this year. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. For some reason, this thing is completed, and you can see some behind-the-scenes video of it. Cool. This is going to be Puppet Theater Captive Audience. It oh. looks amazing. Creepy puppets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the different kinds of puppets, too. Different like, styles of puppetry. Yeah, Eastern like European, oh. old, like... 1800s, like early 1900s. Yeah. So it was it was created with, with the help of uh, Greg Nicotero, who is a, a FX legend in Hollywood and also uh, I think co-produces The Walking too. Dead at this point. Does all the effects for The Walking Dead. Uh, so the, the, the story for this one is, after an earthquake in the turn of the 20th century San Francisco, which may or may not be the infamous 1906 one that is memorialized in Richter's Burger Company, which can be found in the park, mm, right. uh, the Grandeur Theater collapses, permanently trapping inside three different constituents, a puppet <laughs> troupe that hails from Eastern Europe, a similarly touring ballet company, and of course the patrons that came to see them perform. The puppeteers crack and lose their minds, turning on their erstwhile spectators, butchering them and transforming them into life-size puppets themselves. Mm, Body part puppets. Okay, so creepy puppets plus being trapped underground. Yep, that's my worst. Plus being made into a puppet, which means (laughs) at least in a few of those puppetry styles, you've got something shoved up something. (laughs) Good point. Mm. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> not if you're a marionette. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So if something. you had to kill one of us and make a puppet out of us, <laughs> who would you start with? And why would it be Jess? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, Cass is wiry and strong. <laughs> While we're talking about Halloween Horror Nights, should we talk about the news that's happening right now as we speak? What's happening right now? What's happening? I don't know. I'm recording a show. I'm not. <laughs> well, today's Halloween. They opened, the, they opened the Beetlejuice house for today only. Oh. Are you kidding me? What? Damn it. Yeah. Why am I not in Orlando right now? Uh, it's the I one week saw, of the year you're not there. I saw right? something yesterday that there was <laughs> that there was a rumor that they were going to. Apparently, there was a contractual thing with uh, Warner Brothers oh, to keep that the if they wanted to be able to use it next year, they had to open it up for today. Uh, oh, bro. those lucky bastards in Orlando. Uh-huh, yeah. <sighs> uh, I was looking yeah, forward so to the Beetlejuice house. Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah, house. me too. That was You don't think that. No, I super don't. That's <laughs> one of my very favorite things. Well, that's well, exciting and I'm I'm super happy for all those jerks who are getting to see <laughs> it today. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice well, hey, fingers like crossed for next second, year. My yeah. second favorite movie. After Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> I'm a scared, stupid man myself. So right. I almost watched Ernest Rides again last night. I was that tired. He was phoning oh, wow. it in by that point. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he was lazy off all that purity money. <laughs> well, some more good news from Universal. Uh, we now have a reopening date for Portofino Bay. That hotel will be reopening and is now taking reservations for December 1st and beyond. And we've got finally a grand opening date for Universal's Endless Summer Resort, Dockside Inn and Suites. And that will be great. I can't wait for them to reopen Sapphire Falls, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised they would open a third um, deluxe instead of opening their one moderate. Yeah. It costs more to stay there. Yeah, um, it does, but Sapphire Falls is so much better. Yeah. Uh, Dockside Inn and Suites will be opening on December 15th. Right nice. all, that's all good news. Where yeah. you can get every imaginable food served in a bucket. In a bucket. <laughs> that is right. We got a yeah. little sneak peek of the, the decor and the food and beverage uh, last mm-hmm. month and... Yeah, there's a definite bucket. They have theme. a bucket of chicken and waffles, for instance. Who, who oh, hasn't eaten a delicious right. chicken and waffles? If only this was served in a bucket. Is this? Excuse a, me while I go. Uh, look, I believe check you do get to keep the bucket. I believe. So it's a commemorative souvenir bucket. Souvenir bucket. You guys are not selling it. Bucket. That's right. Yeah. You can bring that bucket home. Bucket. Yeah. You know, actually, oh. they they stole this idea for from Disney, but they modified it slightly. Originally, at Flows, you were given a bucket to barf in after you ate. Oh, a commemorative right. Flows bucket. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. going ahead and serving the barf Stay in a bucket. <laughs> No, they just, you'd hand the bucket back to them, then they just recycle it back yes. into the line. I'm the chef here at Flows. <laughs> I wouldn't brag about that. You want a bucket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Great, well. Greatest line of my life. It really I wouldn't brag about that. <laughs> it's all downhill now. Yep. I know. It's too bad we weren't recording this show back then. Don't fly too close to the sun there. (laughs) (laughs) When I was there, I was icky wrist. Oh, that was bad. (laughs) Heather's got a story about something that's not bad. Yeah, who's ready to go to Hawaii? I like Hawaii. Hawaii is reopened to tourists. And I, I like here's and here's my public service announcement for this week. I highly recommend 
that you work with a travel advisor to plan your trip to Hawaii right now because mm. they have some very, very specific things you have to do to avoid the two week quarantine. Uh, they finally have have gotten to the to launch their initiative where you can get a COVID-19 test before arriving. And if you have negative results, you don't have to quarantine. However, you have to go get a very specific kind of test. They're only accepting the, a PCR test. And not only that, it has to be t- done at a very specific location. They have a list of approved locations that they're working with. And the reason for that is they're not accepting just you showing them results. They, you have to have your test done at a place that is working with Hawaii to transmit your results from the testing facility into their database. So you end up with a a QR code to show that you have done that. And they scan your QR code when you arrive at the airport. And if it doesn't match up with a result that's been transmitted into their database, you either have to leave or you have to quarantine for two weeks. Um, And there, there was in the news last week, I think, was it Jeff, that the family that uh, they were from Utah. Yeah. Like Wednesday or Thursday of yeah. this week. And they had looked into where they could get the approved test done. And they were initially told Las Vegas, which was a bit further than they wanted to go. Uh, but then they found out that Walgreens is one of the participating testing facilities. However, it's not every Walgreens location that's hooked up to this uh, state of Hawaii database. And somehow they went to the wrong Location, something happened and they got there and they had their bar, their QR code, uh, but it wasn't in their database and they were turned away. So it's really, really important that, you know, you're getting the right test done in the right place at the right time or you're going to fly all the way to Hawaii and still not be able to have your vacation. Yeah. And it's weird, too. The list of things are kind of odd because the couple in the article lived in Utah, but their testing place that was approved was uh, in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. But and so Walgreens, I guess they called the state and they said, what was it, a CVS or a Walgreens Mm -hmm. worked, but but not the particular one they went to. I don't know. It's all hopefully uh, they'll get some of that smoothed out. I I had a a meeting with someone from the Hawaii Convention and Visitors Bureau yesterday, actually, and I brought up this article um, because it's something, you know, we need to know for our guests at Keys of the World Travel. And she said that was the issue is that Walgreens is an accepted provider. However, you have to make sure that the location you go to is hooked into this database and able to transmit your your results. And that was the problem. The results weren't sent to the state. So um, there's the, the, you know, they have, they're, they're still having um, uh, cases going up there. So uh, it's a different experience like anywhere else you travel right now, but beaches are open. Bars and restaurants are open. Um, They are limiting parties to six or less. So if you have a larger group, you can't sit all sit together at a restaurant some of those sorts of things, but it's, it's a really great news for Hawaii and the travel industry that, uh, that you can, you can have your Hawaiian vacation right now. And they want you to know that you're still going to have a wonderful vacation and um, still be able to enjoy the, the beautiful beaches and the beautiful scenery in Hawaii. And Hey, I'd rather be wearing a mask in Hawaii than Grand Rapids, Michigan right now. So 
Sign me up. Yeah. But who has the better tiki bar? It's mm, a good question. It's a close one. That is close. We do have a great tiki bar here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's that not on a beach in Waikiki, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> some points there. Well, I want to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I haven't been since I was a child. Since you grew up there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know where else I want to go? Where's that? Japan. Oh, trip to Japan. Yes. Japan is weird. <laughs> I love that. Well, guys, um, during this whole lockdown on and off situation, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've put on a couple pounds. It's been <laughs> it's been very easy to do. Uh, you, you got the COVID-20 instead of the yeah, COVID-19. Let my YMCA yeah. membership go away and just decided to lean into the curve. So uh, <laughs> this uh, this next stop in, in our, our tour of weird Japan comes from uh, my my search for ways to to lose a couple pounds and this is the maguro parasitological museum oh gross (laughs) Gross. so this is in tokyo japan and it is the only establishment in the world entirely devoted to parasites ew there are surprised by that really yeah i know that's you'd think that there'd be at least two but yeah um this is two floors of basically Parasites in glass jars and over oh, no. 45,000 specimens immersed and prepared in this giant collection. So the first floor, it features parasites that infect animals. And then the second floor is parasites that infect humans. Mm. So second floor is my favorite, obviously. Uh. Um, <laughs> so so um, among the, <laughs> among is there the a gift shop where you can take home your own tape. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. are you, are you gonna get a tape? If you pay extra, they'll put it in your butt for you. <laughs> you guys aren't patient enough. Just wait. Oh, okay. Oh. Story time so, with Uncle Jess. The, among the things that you can see in the collection, um, there my my favorite of the list is uh, photographs that show the severely distended testicles of an unfortunate human host of a tropical bug. Yes, I'm sitting oh. right here. Strangely enough, his penis remained unaffected. Um, Giant herpetological parasite poking out of the head of a turtle, um, which is amazing. There and and their biggest thing that the thing that they use to draw in and and Dan, you're gonna love this. It is the world's (laughs) longest tapeworm. How long is it? Is it? 8.8 8.8 meters long, which is oh, about no. 29 feet. Oh, Did that no. come out of a person? Uh, I don't know. But, hmm. you know, who knows? I'm wow. sure there's somebody that wouldn't want that coming out of them or in them at all. <laughs> Thank um, you. The, the greatest thing is right next to the tapeworm, they have a rope. So you can play with it and get f- a feel for what the uh, it's the same length and texture of the, oh. the tapeworm. So you can, you know, get your hands on it. And you put that in your butt. <laughs> Um, hey, it's Japan. Uh, and yes, <laughs> there, machine with it. <laughs> there is a small gift shop and they sell a range of parasite themed T-shirts, key rings and birthday cards, which is be <laughs> yes. the top seller. And the know that lives near there that could get us a box of those birthday <laughs> right? cards. I, will, I need that. And uh, what's what's my favorite part about this is that it is a very popular spot for date night with locals. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll because Japan is weird. You know. 
I mean, because I, Japan is weird. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been in the dating game for a while now, but you know, when I think of trying to impress a woman, I think of showing her giant distended testicles with some sort of <laughs> tropical bug inside. Just drop your pants. See, it's not that weird. I mean, that's that's how I met my wife. It's you know. <laughs> I told you it was normal. <laughs> I just stood there and pointed at me like, eh? Eh? Uh, uh, no, that doesn't do it for you. Separated right. at birth. Did that turn your crank? <laughs> um. Wow. Hi, you pope. Show me your tapeworm. <laughs> I'm more of a hookworm fan myself. Uh. Now, see, I would like to combine last week's entry with this week's entry and have some oh, sort no. of like tapeworm cuddle cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I don't want a tapeworm inside of me. I just want one oh. to like hug. One that you can just handle. It's, yeah. Gross. How wide Gross. is a tapeworm? Like, is it, what's wide enough? I <laughs> don't thick. want to know. A thick AF. <laughs> well, if you'd like to go to, <laughs> if you'd like to visit the Parasite Museum, you guys wouldn't believe the quote requests I've been getting lately. <laughs> speak to Jess Evans at Key to the World Travel. Yeah. J. Evans. We request that you no longer represent represent Key to the World. (laughs) Guys, my email stopped working. What's up with that? We'll be sending you your separation papers. I had a good run. Uh, Well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're talking about our favorite purchases and the categories of travel gear, souvenirs, and all the cool Disney stuff we like to collect. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. We're sitting in the food court of our local mall right next to Santa's magical photo land, which usually would be a terrible place to record a podcast, but for once, these unprecedented times are working out in our favor. Before the lunch crowd comes in looking for their giant reheated slices of pizza and cheesesteak sandwiches, let's talk travel and shopping. Mm, Two of my favorite things to do, travel and shop. Yes. (laughs) I know, I got distracted by the cheesesteak also. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, wipe the drool off the mic. I'd even I'd even accept a slice of Sparrow pizza right oh, now. Oh yeah. I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's. They have the meat. <laughs> and lots of them. 
Um, Let's so before, shop and travel and travel and shop. Yeah, so I figure the the logical place to start off is uh, is uh, with our travel gear before we before we leave on our trip. Do you guys have any exciting travel gear purchases in the last year or stuff that you I recommend have, or can't I have live without? Things or? that I've acquired in the last year that are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. Number one is a three compartment fanny pack. Oh, I Heather am so wound up getting the, the same one because she was so jealous of now, my amazing yeah. fanny pack. <laughs> After I saw I think all of its get one too. Thank you, millennials, for yes. b- making that acceptable right? for people to wear in the parks again. And it has I had been wearing a mes- messenger bag, and it was—it's really—it's weirdly hot to have like the strap coming crossbody and whatever. And as a male, I have no shoulder to hang a regular purse <laughs> from. So, well, and I used to always swear by my crossbody bags in the parks but Mm -hmm. so now i have all these favorite t-shirts that have weird pilling from the strap or if like i had a lot of i have a lot of disney themed dooney and burke crossbodies and some of them have a colorful dye on the strap and then it gets all over my shirt Mm -hmm. so So with the three compartment fanny pack i can keep my stuff separated and have sunglasses in one compartment mm-hmm. and like a charger, which is another one of my favorite travel things, a portable phone charger that has a cable built in. Mm, yes, that was my the good my, people at Chargy gear. or Jolt or two great brands. Yeah, I love my Chargy because it it plugs into a wall so you don't have to have a separate cable to charge it. And then it all and yeah, it the has prongs a, just flip out mm-hmm. to plug right into the it's wall. It's very light. It's smaller than my iPhone and it has... The, it has a micro USB and a lightning cable already built into it. It's a lifesaver. I love that thing. And it fits nicely into the little three pocket fanny pack that <laughs> Jeff is talking about. I went through, I tried a bunch of fanny packs and had to, finally had to just uh, give in and go searching for the one that Jeff uses because it's it's perfect. I wear glasses and I have to also bring prescription sunglasses so i'm doing a lot of swapping in and out when i go in and out of stores or riot or whatever so just having somewhere to put my glasses is good so i love the fanny pack mm-hmm. yeah, i like the idea of a fanny pack i've been trying to on recent trips uh minimize the amount of crap i'm carrying mm-hmm. i used to pack a big backpack, a backpack to head into the parks and i just want to get rid of get rid of everything and even like i it was a big game changer for me just uh, picking up one of those minimalist wallets that's basically just for holding a travel cards. wallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just because you don't need all that junk that's in your wallet anyway. I have one just like what Jess like, is showing. Yeah. Just yeah. three compartments for cards on one side and a little slot for my ID. Or I found uh, in Mexico uh, last week, it was good to have just my room key card in that. And that. It's RFID, so I didn't have to take it out. I just held it up to the door, and it would pop the door open. Mm-hmm. Just you're yeah. a backpack guy, aren't you? You're always well, see, yeah. So he loves having a sweaty back. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm always carrying. Like usually, I've got like three different types the, of cameras. The family mule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. I do not carry the family stuff usually. Um, <laughs> I will not. Fuck those yeah, guys. Sarah. Sarah brings the backpack, and now the kid's big enough. He's got a baby Yoda backpack. He's bringing on this trip that he wants to wear Aww, all cute. day. And it, I've told him when he gets too tired of it, then it be- belongs to the parks because I'm not carrying it. Though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're gonna take a locker rental out of his allowance. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. He's paying for that on his on his own. But I, yeah. I, I've been toying with the fanny pack idea. I don't know. It's it's a it's antithesis to everything that I've 
Yeah, thought yeah. was Just cool. You and Dan have matching fanny give packs. In. Yes, we do yes, have we matching do. haunted yeah. mansion fanny packs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I carry camera equipment in that one. So, yeah. you gotta yeah. and I'd and like to say that we we got those before. Uh, before the millennials, yeah, really you did. Us. That's true. true. Yeah. You we're got them back when you were just old, thing. nerdy dead. Look, look when you're <laughs> <laughs> when you're at Walt Disney World. Look for the look for the one that we use. It's black. That's yeah. It's got Mickey Mouse on it. It's very just minimalistic. Says Walt Disney World yep. in white and a red and black Mickey. Very basic. Mm-hmm. It's, but I think it, I might it, give it a try because the backpack. The the main problem I've been having, especially when it's hot down there, is I'll get back to the room at night and I just get this rash. Mm-hmm. Right on my armpits. And from you the, have a the, bad the back. Oh, I have yeah. a horrible back. <laughs> yeah, but I have so a really in, great in, backpack that has like a spine channel built into it. Ah, in mine, I can fit a sunglasses case, a small uh, sunscreen, a hand sanitizer, a couple of masks, and then in the middle pocket, I have a charger. I have my 360 camera. My regular uh, iPhone is my normal camera. I don't even carry a real camera anymore. And then I can fit also in that middle pocket. A uh, small uh, mini tripod. So for mm-hmm. yeah, that's everything I would really conceivably need. And then I, all the... I carry the pharmaceuticals. That's right. So I have the. You're the drug mule. That's right. I have <laughs> the Excedrin and the ibuprofen and the Imodium and the Pepsid and <laughs> tube of lipstick. Yeah, if I'm not yeah. having heartburn, I'm having raging diarrhea. Yep. So we got all covered. I do love a a good backpack, though. I've gone through a lot of different ones trying to find the perfect travel backpack because I need something that's got a laptop sleeve and I can fit my noise canceling headphones for on the Not for the parks, but for traveling. Right. Just for travel in general. I never carry a backpack in the parks, but it's Mm -hmm. it's part of my standard travel uniform for getting to the places. I also love, and I found this, when was this, a year or two ago? It's a little... Depends on um, what you're talking about. uh, It's a little suitcase. It looks exactly like my big away suitcase, but it's a little mini one. And it fits, it's where I put all of my cables and my my Apple Watch charger Mm -hmm. and everything fits into this teeny tiny little suitcase that looks like my bigger suitcase. It's cute and I love it. And it's hard-sided, so it keeps everything safe i used to just throw them all in a pouch because i'm i'm very pro i have one of each i have that same little hard suitcase and i have the uh just a pouch the one i got was from an adventures by disney trip but it's Mm -hmm. like a uh, i don't know like an eight by a six by eleven zip up zippered pouch like a lot of women have for makeup or whatever toiletries i keep one of those that has one of has all my camera stuff in it for traveling for chargers and cords and different camera crap (laughs) yeah and then the other one is all chargers and cables for all of the battery powered things that you have to travel with these days and i always have extras because whenever i travel with my family it without fail Mm -hmm. someone has not brought a charger or or a lightning cable or yes and i end up providing uh, so i have an extra apple watch charger extra lightning cables all that stuff and I'm a proponent of pouches. I have pouches for everything to keep it all organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of suitcases, I eventually I need to upgrade our suitcases because we just have some 
pretty old uh, soft side ones. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to mention the brand again that Heather mentioned because A, they're not paying us. And B, <laughs> I know that they've got uh, some slightly problematic uh, history with the way they treat their employees. Really? So I don't know if oh, they're, uh, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're on the, uh, on the good graces of the yeah. internet community anymore. I don't want to get yelled at. Yeah. Uh, well, but I, like I love the idea. my product and the customer yeah. service has been great. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like the idea of the suitcase with the battery pack in it that mm-hmm. I can plug my phone into while I'm at the airport. Though, so. Yeah. And the, you want to look for one that has a battery pack that pops out easily because yes. you can't, it's, you have to have it popped out to board the plane. I like a good hard sided suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, just protects better, holds up better. And if you've ever had your suit, your suitcase stuck on the tarmac during a, a, a rainstorm in Orlando and they have Every to just abandon it. Yeah. <laughs> they just have to leave it there because of lightning. And then all your stuff is soaked. If it's, if you have a soft sided suitcase. So I abandoned that really quick. Yeah, whatever not, brand you get, I can't recommend yeah. a hard sided one enough. Travel and, and Pro thin, is another pick thing up and think about its weight without yes. clothes or anything in it. Yeah. Travel Pro, uh, they're kind of pricey, but they also have very, very good hard-sided, light, but durable suitcases. That's another good brand. If you, They're also not paying us. The but. ones they sell <laughs> at Disney parks are absolute garbage. Don't, yeah, they're, they're expensive, cute. and they're I so literally cute. have had two different ones that broke the mm-hmm. first time I used them. I bought one on a Disney Cruise Line and one at a parks, and both of them, the wheel, the whole corner that the wheel is mounted to broke off. Literally the first time I traveled yes. with them. Those are, are American those the, Tourister. Yeah, I was about to say, those are, American Tourister's cheap. gone downhill, though, recently, mm-hmm. like in, in the past like decade or so. Yeah, they've really gone downhill. I don't recommend that brand at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's everything about I've gotten. The, the, the way the molding goes around in the corners where the wheel is mounted, they'll if they drop it on where the wheel gets any pressure, it just punches mm-hmm. right through. It's not that the wheel breaks off. It punches through the actual corner of the suitcase. Yeah, I have some older models of those that have held up great. It's mm. the new stuff in the yeah. last few years has been just awful. Unfortunately. It's the flows of suitcase. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to think of some other stuff that I have and this is one thing that I actually haven't been bringing with me, but I think that I might start packing. It's a decent thing to have, especially if you're a backpack person to have in the theme parks. Um, I have, it's called, the brand is Pack Towel, and it's a tiny, it's, it's made for, you'll find it in like the camping backpacking department of a store. It's a, it's a fabric similar to like a chamois, but a little bit softer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a towel, but I mean, it's, it's the size of maybe like a, a dish towel, but it's absorbent enough to dry off your whole body. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, That's cool. And it's got a nice little loop on the corner that snaps so that you can hang it on the back of your backpack and it dries super quick. Use it, it as a sweat really... mop. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. that's what or, I was going to say. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For that. Or if you're going to be on a water ride or something. Mm, or yeah. Yeah. I use, some I use something rain. similar yeah. and I'll wipe the seat of the uh, splash mountain before I get on there. Cause I, I don't want to just oh, get a wet yeah. butt from the start and just dry it off real quick. Yeah. Cause he knows yeah. I'll be taking a photo and posting it. That is <laughs> Uh, speaking yeah, of so towels, those- I finally broke down and bought the cooling towels that mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen everybody wearing. And yeah, I mm-hmm. bought one of the, the Mickey ones at the parks. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm infatuated. Like I'm bringing it down in two weeks, even though it's probably not even going to be that hot. But I'm like, I, I'm ready if it is because those things. It's been super hot this yeah. week. Though, yeah, that's like true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I, that thing was amazing. Just tying it around my neck. 
Mm-hmm, that's a great one. Made a I have a couple of those different ones from the parks. Uh, Heather and I discovered a friend of ours <laughs> had these neck fans. Oh, and yes. I, I swear oh, by yes. those things that go. There's like a hard thing that goes around your neck and then it curls up and points towards your face on either side. Two tiny little like three inch fans and they're uh, rechargeable battery powered. Mm-hmm. They last a long time. And w- when you're walking around the parks, especially now with masks with on, a mask, you can have that just thing just aim it on, at your mask. on full blowing in your face. Mm-hmm. And then if you, it has the charging cord and it'll last three hours or so. If you run it on at medium, full blast, yeah. on, if on full blast, it doesn't last that long, but it'll last about three hours on medium or four on low. But it, if, you have a little charging pack like we were just talking about bringing with you. Run the cord from that down into just a charger in your pocket in your or fanny, fanny pack, pack, and you can go all day on it. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. They're very There's lightweight. There's a lot of different brands. Some of them have like blinky lights. Yeah. And when I first saw people wearing them, I kind of chuckled, but then I thought, wait, that's yeah, actually I genius. I mean, I'm at Disney. I don't care what I look like. Mm hmm. <laughs> and I got them really for the whole family. You can kind of blow them on your neck, kind of, so it goes right up in your. My 16 year old hates face. being hot. <laughs> I mean, this is a kid who would have no problem wearing shorts when it's snowing. Mm-hmm. Cannot stand being hot, and he—that's what he always complains about it in Florida. And so I got him one of those, and he's infatuated. <laughs> he's just—I—he I, his. Younger brother doesn't ever get hot or complain about being hot, so mm-hmm. he donated his. And Aiden's always got one charging back in the room and one on his neck, ready yep. to go. Yes, my son is cold all the time, man. Yeah, so is, so is my youngest. Always is cold. Carrie and I are both just sweaty people. <laughs> it's a curse. Now this is very I niche, think. but my other favorite travel thing I got in the last year is I sleep with a CPAP machine at home. And it was a pain in the butt to pack it all up and all that. So I actually spent the considerable coin to get a second machine that is always just ready. I grab it and go when I travel and don't have to unhook it and move the wires and all that stuff. They're, they're spendy, but you're, if you have a CPAP and you use insurance, apparently every three years you can do a claim for another machine, even if you don't need one. So get you a secondary one and don't have to worry about because I leave often at a six o'clock flight. So four in the morning, I'm not having to move furniture to move a cord and all that stuff. That's been a godsend. Anything else on the uh, travel gear front, guys? That's all my favorite stuff. I haven't bought a lot of travel gear this year. Yeah, <laughs> I need to find a new solution for water bottles, especially if I'm like downgrading and not carrying backpack. Have you tried cupped because... hands? <laughs> Have you seen those that are like a little... They're all, uh, they're almost like a little pouch. Yeah. And they roll up and they're they're very small. What about I'm just thinking the- about carrying them when they're full though. I like I like my Nalgene bottle. Yeah. And I've got mm. I've got a pouch that I can hang on my belt for that, but then I look like a great big well, a clean canteen. <laughs> a lot of those have the loop on the cap where you can hang it carabiner from a backpack or a fanny yeah. pack even or your belt. Or you could just get you a camel back. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Think that, yeah. I love just a warm bag of water on my back all day. <laughs> Gross. Well, you fill it up halfway with water and freeze it, and then uh, yeah, fill it the rest of the way with water. And you know what I do? A weird plastic straw. Yeah. Get a drink of water when I'm thirsty yeah. instead of drinking from some lukewarm garbage strapped to my back. 
<laughs> I'm with you. I have no problem buying a bottle of water, even or, if, even at five dollars a pop water. at Disney World. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, then true. You gotta take time out, take precious time out of your day to stay yeah. in line for a water. My days are pretty, pretty chill <laughs> at Disney these days. Yeah, time time tends to be at a premium for me still. Yeah, when you have 35 kids, it is. It does it does become a thing. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Uh, well, uh, let's move on to souvenirs. Have you guys bought any great souvenirs this past year or it, ever in the past? Ever in the past. <laughs> I'm not known to buy things. Yeah. <laughs> Jess is not sitting in a room surrounded by souvenirs. Yeah, yeah I am a souvenir guy. Even still, I, I'm too fat to wear most of the Disney Parks shirts. And typically they shrink and are terrible shirts anyway. So yeah. if they did fit me, they fit for about two washes. So lately I've been into the, the uh, knit button up, uh, not knit, like broadcloth, cloth, whatever, or linen shirts, tiki style shirts, things like that. The Jeff Granito designs, mm-hmm. those kinds of things, because I just can't really do their T-shirts much anymore. Tommy Bahama has all kinds of great Disney themed yeah. shirts. Those are spindy, but they're excellent and- shirts. Mm-hmm. My favorite souvenir ever is actually one that I, I didn't even know I was I was capturing. I don't know how else to put it. So uh, we were in Paris for a spring break, and my youngest is obsessed with birds. He's fascinated with all hmm. birds. He really wants a bird, but he's, all, he's especially fascinated by pigeons. And this kid will pack bird seed <laughs> on vacation <laughs> yeah, to feed the pigeons. And I took it's this photo. A bag. Yeah, I took this photo in Paris of him feeding the pigeons and it was just him and all the really pretty Parisian building behind him. And he's surrounded by pigeons. And I I had been texting with Jeff about our trip and he'd asked how the, the weirdo if he had (laughs) found any pigeons he liked. And I texted him that photo and we, when we got home, we arrived home and waiting for us on the, on the porch was this package and Jeff had taken the photo which is it's just the coolest picture and did some cool editing to it and gotten it framed and sent it to us. And it's my favorite memory of a, of a vacation ever. And I just love it. And you actually didn't know it would come so quick. So it was even cooler because yeah, it like, was, we got home and it was waiting it was on the porch there from a week long trip. Uh, yeah. What is the name of that company? I can't remember the name of the company that uh, I've used them for framed. You can upload a photo right on your phone. And yeah, we'll have to find the name of that because it. it's, it's a, a great, really good great company. Service. Keepsake. Yes, that's Keepsake. It. Yeah, Keepsake. I use that. I use that a lot. I use them for we do. I do a lot of uh, framed and matted prints for giveaways for our travel agents. Uh, when we we do prizes and stuff, we'll do cool park pictures or different things, and uh, I use them for those. Yeah, those are really nice. I have one mm-hmm. of those excellent photographs. Nice. No, that's my favorite thing. My other favorite thing to buy on vacation is booze. Whatever the local <laughs> booze is. Tequila. Yeah, if you can bring it home or have yeah. it confiscated. Uh, we yeah. brought back from our, our big, uh, we didn't really have any big trips this year. Uh, thanks, COVID. But last summer when uh, my family and Jeff's family did a river cruise in Europe, um, we brought home some great wine and champagne from this wine tasting that we did in this cool winery that was in the basement of a hospital in Strasbourg. 
And so it's it's really good wine. It's right on the border of France and Germany. And the location was just cool. They have these wine cellars and caves underneath a working hospital. Hmm. Uh, we did an excursion to there and did a wine tasting. Um, even the kids got to taste the wine. Aiden loves champagne, which is going to cost me someday, probably. Mm-hmm. But um, we bought <laughs> some wine love there. crappy Osti Spumante instead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we brought home some of that, and we actually just had some of the champagne uh, the other day. I love that. That same trip uh, was where I got my all-time favorite souvenir I've ever gotten was when we were in Heidelberg, uh, we got a real Black Forest handmade cuckoo clock and had it shipped. It took about three weeks. They packed it up and shipped it, and we didn't get it till much later after the trip. But it's just beautiful handmade. I wish I had spent the extra two or $300 to get a quartz time one. This was manual, and I swear we spend... <laughs> way more time than it should but be that necessary to keep authentic. that thing on time and yeah <laughs> you're always having to set it and wind it's it and oops it stopped and it's kind of a pain in the ass but it's so beautiful and i love the <laughs> when it chimes there's a little it's a beer hall and the little guy drinks beer for every, <laughs> every you love that. hour that's awesome <laughs> it's like a geppetto clock what about you jess hey um uh, yeah for me this year i've i've bought a bunch of stuff that doesn't bring anybody joy but myself um what's your favorite <laughs> all-time souvenir maybe not this year my favorite all-time souvenir oh lord well my favorite all-time souvenir is not even one that i bought i have a a, a ceramic plate from the opening day of epcot so cool, oh, buddy, cool. my buddy mike nice. sent me um so yeah that that's amazing but this year i've gotten really into the lightsabers that the replica lightsabers they ah, sell yes. at Galaxy's Edge um, after Sabies. making, yeah, made my own. And then from there, that wasn't enough. So I have gone back and, and I've purchased a few of them and they're all just amazing. I, I've been wanting these things since I was a kid. And the fact that they, they're amazingly well made, you know, um, they really are. I mean, they're yeah. expensive, but they're very, yeah. very well made. They're not yeah. cheap plastic crap. Yeah, no, they, they they look beautiful. They they're look just straight out of the movie. Yeah, they're yeah. expensive. <laughs> there's some plastic parts, but it's mainly yeah. metal, so, you know. Yeah, when you go, um, the ones you do at Savi's, there's, the depending on the style, there's one style that's mostly plastic, and I It's tried, the elemental nature yes, one. Tried yeah. To yeah, the bone bottom is all one. plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm actually, or tooth. he's in the other room, so I don't want him to hear this, but I'm surprising my son with the Savi's light building lightsaber building experience when we go nice. next month and so yeah, like, if he chooses elemental you. nature he's dead to me so <laughs> take your well. plastic crap and move <laughs> out the, yeah we've done we i've done that and then we did the droid building last year i i'm i'm very pleased with the experience souvenirs that they've That's come what out i was with. gonna say i i love that it's not yeah. only a material cool physical thing you get to take home but it's an experiential mm-hmm. thing too. yeah and i mean we've got that for whenever hopefully avengers campus finally opens we're going to get that with the spider bots for the spider-man ride mm-hmm. mm. yeah. um so i i want to see more of this in the parks because uh, yeah it, i get it it's I, I hear the complaints where people say you know oh you have to pay extra for it and the experience and blah, blah and it's overpriced but there are enough people like me 
who know the price point of what's important for them and and what they'll pay and yeah. for what they charge for the experience I've had doing it, it it was worth it to me so very much yeah and if you're and, if you're and, somebody like me that collects a lot of stuff it, it, you get to the point where you've seen it all and and maybe you've collected everything you've wanted this kind of adds a new dimension to it so like those wands at Universal are mm-hmm. awesome. I have one of those quality. too. Yeah. They're great replicas, and that mm-hmm. uh, they have the experience. If you get chosen to do the Ollivander's wand experience, I haven't yeah. been able to do it myself, but it looks super amazing when it happens. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was I was hoping there would be some sort of uh, interactive element with Galaxy's Edge that you know, sort of like you can use the magic wands throughout the Wizarding World. I was hoping there would be some sort of interactive element, but I think they're saving that for the Star Cruiser Hotel. I think yeah, we're going to see. I think you're right. I think you're going to be able to, you know, use the lightsaber you built at Galaxy's Edge to do some sort of, you know, oh, augmented yeah, reality yeah. training, something like that. <laughs> and I will be there and and ready to do it immediately. <laughs> like, as soon as they announce it, I'll I'll I don't care. I'll sell my house. My ready child. to melt a, yeah, <laughs> melt a hole in my credit card today. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take out a whole new line of credit just to be there for that. So, yeah, absolutely. Is there a uh, is there a uh, type of souvenir that you tend to lean towards, like? Like we're a magnet people when we travel to yeah, different we places, do mag- we do magnets or Christmas ornaments. Christmas ornaments we always do, and I tend to get them that are either Disney themed, or I have tons of ornaments that are based on a famous monument of places that I love. Mm-hmm. Like I have so many Eiffel Tower and Big Ben ornaments. That's, yeah. that's kind of yeah. the theme of my tree: Eiffel Tower, Big Ben, and Disney, Mickey Mouse in particular. Dan, what were you saying? You do. Oh, uh, I, I've talked about doing the Magnus before, but then the other thing is every time, uh, every trip we come home with a, a coffee mug mm-hmm. from where we've been. So I really, I especially really like these Starbucks, the Been There mm-hmm. series. I love and, those. Um, Have you gotten the Star Wars ones? Uh, yes, I was lucky enough to win one of the Hoth ones oh, amazing. At, uh, at our conference. That's so great. <laughs> that, was, that was, that was a big surprise what? um yeah so i, I love like that I, might I, have I, been rigged <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i've got the hoth one which was which is the one that i really wanted those uh, have been got. difficult to get they sold out when yes. they first came out and then mm-hmm. they kind of surprise snuck them back into shop disney right before yep. our conference i like the the ones at the disney parks they have now that are the alphabet and each oh, one yeah. is the yeah. whatever attraction or yes. thing is in your like initials. So I have a J for Jungle Cruise one. I have H for Haunted Mansion. It was spectacularly good coincidence mm-hmm. that my name starts with yeah. a letter of yeah, one of I'm my favorite I'm glad I'm not rides. like S for Small World. <laughs> I wouldn't even get it. It's right. not even S for Small World. It's S for Soren. Soren. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to get one for my wife, Sarah, and I saw the mug and I was like, well, she's getting E for Enchanted Tiki Room for Evans. That's, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's Owen has Orange Bird, which he also oh, yeah, that's that's a good a good one. loves Orange Bird and he yeah. loves birds. What's the D, Dan? Is it just <laughs> a dick? It's Dapper Dan. <laughs> just a dick. It's Mickey Dick. <laughs> it's Dapper Dan's, which is cool. Of course it is. Yeah, I'll have to look for that one. It's oh, good. that's it's good. We, haven't got, we haven't got any of those ones. We've got we've got a few of the been there. We've got an Epcot one and a Universal Studios one. That those are both cool. Um, we got when we went to Disneyland a few years ago. We got one that's got like old Disneyland park maps. Mm-hmm, on that it. one's cool. Um, 
I'm taking your wife to Walt Disney World the week after next. We'll get you a Dapper Dan one. Get you a Dapper Dan one. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's what we need, more coffee mugs in our life. <laughs> Dan, did you say your all-time favorite travel souvenir that you've ever purchased? Um, well, I've got, kind of similar to Heather's picture, I've got something that I don't actually have it hanging in my home right now because it's very large. I need to find a place for it. I've got... Um, when when I was in Scouts, I went backpacking in New Mexico with uh, with my dad one summer, and I've got a framed map from the it's place Philmont Scout Ranch in New Mexico, and got a map of the whole place, and we marked out the trail that we followed. It was cool. like Fort. 14-day trip, and I've got wow. that framed, professionally cool. framed. And 14 days of backpacking. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a really Bad big did your one of those. Socks stink when you got home. <laughs> yes, because we only took like two pairs yeah, of peas. You, know, you got to keep the weight down. Keep it low. <laughs> About day six or seven, you really get used to your own funk. And Ugh, it gross. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so it's one of those really nice topographical maps. And, yeah, that sounds cool. You know, it's, it's the actual map that we use to navigate on our trip. So that's kind of real special. Mm-hmm. So I need to find a place for that in my house. Does it um, my house. ever sing? I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. <laughs> no, I wish that would. That's only after better. you've had the special mushrooms that you found on the trail. Right before you meet the talking monkey. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite yep. Disney themed thing you've purchased or? been gifted any disney stuff at all that you've got yeah my my favorite is i i am a huge fan of mickey the mouse he's my favorite i love yeah or as boy calls him michael the mouse (laughs) yeah i love anything with mickey on it and i have um i have a collection of four canvas prints that are, are mickey and they represent each park so i have mickey mouse wearing safari gear do they kingdom. represent a certain thing within each park, like a club? They, or they a, might, yes. There is only sort something of like that thing. hidden on each yeah. or each canvas print, but I really love them. Mickey as a director for Hollywood Studios. Is uh, he standing next to a spotlight? He is, yes. That's correct. <laughs> uh, Lounging around. The Magic, the magic Kingdom. <laughs> he's, he's jumping up... Uh, like in a celebratory jump in front of the castle. And Doesn't look a day see, over 33. Yeah. You can see him right <laughs> behind me. As right, I take umbrage with that one, by the way. Willy. Why didn't I know they do it in monochrome? It's, yeah, because it's color. Mm-hmm. But I do love the colors in it. And it, it's, it's, it does no. look great in your room. Yeah. A great value if you're traveling at the Walt Disney World Resort and want something to bring home a taste of Disney and Disney parks is they every year, I think every year, I have several of them, they put out a calendar that has uh, each page is 11 by 13 uh, reproductions of the classic, not even just the classic ones, but of the attraction posters that hang in the uh, train station entry Mm -hmm. as you come into the Magic Kingdom. So they have the... uh, very classic. I have uh, framed ones of pirates and mm-hmm. uh, monorail and uh, yeah, I've got like three uh, years mm-hmm. of those and just yeah. all around our house. You got me one year the one that is all the Disneyland. <coughs> excuse me, Disneyland Paris. Once mm-hmm. I love that one. I have uh, Phantom Manor framed and um, 
the they make horrible calendars. Don't buy them for calendars. Yeah, yeah no. they're not. It's they're just for the arts. Like yeah. calendar at the bottom is really just yeah. the. There's no square to write anything in, but they easily yeah. perforate and tear mm-hmm. right off. And they're they're beautiful when you frame them, and you can order uh, matted mats and frames for about twelve bucks a piece from Amazon. Yeah, they they're nice. they make a great piece of art for very inexpensive. Because you can go to that. I love looking around in that art, the art of Disney store. They have beautifully framed. They have some of these same and, ones that are not a whole lot larger. Mm-hmm. They're nicer, maybe prints and mats, but they're really pricey. They're expensive. But you can get 12 of them for, I think that calendar is like $30 or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. If even that. Little DIY framing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. So I like to buy replicas of things. And Disney, for some reason, does not like to make replicas of things that you can find in their parks. Unless they're making them for other parks. Yeah, but not to sell. Like, they could easily make, like, replicas of, you know. vehicles. Object, yeah, all sorts of things. And so, yeah, I just decided this year to, I had played with one before, but never really gotten into it, but got a 3D (laughs) printer and just started making my own replicas of Disney items that I'd always wanted. So, that's worked out well for me. That's worked mm-hmm. out well for me, too. It's worked out well for all of you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's yeah. been really fun. And, and like, because it, it's stuff I've always wanted, but I don't understand why they don't sell anything you mm-hmm. Know, mm-hmm. Yeah. along those lines. They are selling some replica signs now in that same uh, Art of Disney. Art of Disney thing. And yeah, they're when they real do, they're out of those. They're, they're very expensive. They're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're and they're not. Um, they're not all that well made. They're usually made of if they're wood, quote wood. They're like MDF. They're not. They're not a high quality. Yeah, thing at all. No. Not like what if you took a license plates and cut them up and mounted them and made something cool out of them. Yeah, they don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's prison work. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff just got something like that for his bar in in Mexico, and it's, it's a cool. sign made out of all the different letters or different strips of cut out license plates nice. to hang in my cool. garage bar. It says it's five o'clock somewhere. Which is a reference to the James Buffet song of the same. Monsieur name. <laughs> James Buffet. James Buffet. Friend of the show. He doesn't know it yet. Right. <laughs> yes. He gets yes. brought up more often than Walt Disney. So, so often. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking around my desk and I've got um, a lot of little things. Like I found several cool old uh, cups with Disney characters on them on eBay. Oh, cool. I really love my uh, Big Al from the from the Country Bears. Nice. Uh, Beer Stein. Oh. Nice big mug there. Um, I want see, that. What are some other cool things that I have? I really like. Um, I found a really cool Crossley turntable, one of the little suitcase-looking mm-hmm. ones that's oh, got cool. Mickey Mouse and Pluto on it. Oh, is that uh, uh, is that a new collection. thing made to look retro, or is it retro? It's a new thing mm-hmm. made that's to look cool. retro. So, um, and I found at uh, my local record shop a cool old Mickey Mouse forty-five holder. Oh, nice! To go with that, and I've got. I've been, uh, occasionally I'll stop in and I'll grab some of those old story books that came with a little record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love those rings. You turn the page. Yeah. So I've got a collection of those. It's That's pretty cool. Fun. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the other thing, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if all y'all are members of, um, D23. Mm-hmm. Sure. What is that? 
<laughs> uh, it's the official Disney <laughs> fan club. And I finally bit the bullet and signed up for it this summer. And actually, they send you some cool stuff kicking, every, yes, every and year. The whole, reason, the whole reason I signed up for it is because this year, the theme of the box was travel and adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seemed kind of like the perfect fit with our show. Yeah, it's very cool um, stuff. I got a cool bandana with Mickey, like oh, hiking a trail. Uh-huh. And there's travel destination themed pins. The box had all kinds of stuff. There's a really cool map. I can't wait to put it all up on my wall. There's postcards. Yeah, it's and cool. So, and so plus the magazine that they put out, mm-hmm. I think it's a quarterly magazine. It, it it's is a, it's, beautiful. It's not a magazine. It's like a keepsake yeah. book. Kind of. I uh, gotta say that pick the wrong dimensions. It does not fit anywhere on any shelf. It's true. too deep for all yeah. my shelves and too tall for some of them. It fits on my <laughs> Ikea bookshelf that I use as a room divider in my office because yeah, the ones very... that you put like the is square the baskets ones yes, in. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I want to buy that one. Yeah, that's it's I've been looking great, at that. The Expedit is what the one that it's called. Yep. It comes yeah. in many sizes. It's great. It has very deep shelves and yeah, those those magazines fit. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip on the D23, though, uh, if you're going to sign up in the summertime, wait until they uh, discount the price. I was really kicking myself. I paid the full hundred bucks for the membership. And then three days later, I got an email saying that they were discounting <laughs> the membership for, for like 60 bucks. It's a great um, <laughs> thing to be a member of because you get exclusive access to different. They do tours mm-hmm. uh Every year of maybe not this year, but normally no. every year they do organized uh, D23 member only tours of Imagineering or other backstage things at Disneyland and Disney World. And they were doing movie screenings. Mm-hmm. You get first for a access while. to the uh, D23 convention every mm-hmm. year or every two several years. times I've gotten uh, free <laughs> tickets to new movies. I got free tickets to Mary Poppins when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, a cup. I got free. I got Star Wars tickets one year. That was that yeah. was great. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so so I'm enjoying that. Mm-hmm. that I like a, it. A pretty Anything good purchase. For the mouse. Yeah, and they usually send you like a nice tin of really nice D23 member only um, trading pins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those came in the member box. Yeah. They're really cool. And like the first the first edition of the magazine had postcards from the different parks and stuff so oh yeah this uh this year we got a set of um 65 years of disney 65 years of disney theme parks uh postcards that have some cool old art like like, yeah oh yeah those were good i did Mm -hmm. and the uh the coasters that they put out last year were great it was like a tin around tin of Mm-hmm. Coasters that were all uh, reproductions of film cells from classic Mickey and Minnie cartoons. Yeah. Good stuff. I love it. My first That's ever fun. Disney piece of Disney souvenir or paraphernalia was a stuffed Mickey Mouse that I got when I was three. He was almost as big as me. And I, to this day, collect stuffed Mickey the Mouse. I have the, I have him in all. I do, yeah. I have, oh. I have him wearing a, a jaunty beret from Disneyland Paris. And uh, I don't know where, I remember where I got this one, but I have Mickey in a, in fishing gear. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a, a 1950s brass Donald. Donald. That's, that I found cool. that's cool. I got, uh, Sarah gave it to me. She found it like a thrift store, but I had to that look is, it up. That's a fine. After right researching, there. it's like from the fifties. Amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. That's cool. I love it. 
I guess it's a paperweight. I have no idea what no, it is, what or maybe do it is a butt plug. This, Donald, <laughs> Where do bill I stick? could be cumbersome. <laughs> I also bought a life-size Yoda this year. It's Disney related, and you have a baby, life-size a, a life-size Yoda? baby Yoda, a baby oh, Yoda. Oh, baby! Yeah. Oh. oh. That's even, that's cool. That that does things, but. He's so cute. I love him. (laughs) It's pretty cool. I love him so much. I I did pre-order him like when they first came out last year, but I just got him. So I was like, yay. (laughs) I watched the first episode of season two of The Mandalorian last night and yep, still love Baby Hoda just as much as I used to. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. I haven't had a chance to yet, so. I can't wait until you guys do. We can discuss. Got to catch up. Catch up, Medan. Come on. I'm working on it. So much to watch and so much other stuff to do. Like fathering and working for a living. So much to watch, like my children. (laughs) Producing this, producing this silly show. Yeah. Oh, but it's so fun. I love hanging out with you guys. But what would the two listeners do without your hard work? Exactly. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We have literally a dozen. Yeah, at least, at least one dozen. Uh, does anybody Baker's else have any other cool Disney stuff that they want to brag about? I don't know. Just make sure Kendra packs a an empty bag. We're going to load her up with Disney <laughs> stuff to bring home to you guys. In More TV. coffee mugs. Yeah, you might want to clear off a shelf in the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kitchen for all of the new coffee mugs. Oh, good. <laughs> if you want to send a coffee mug, uh, <laughs> we should set up a P.O. box so people can send us Disney crap. Yes. yes. That's genius. Make it located Actually, in Alabama. <laughs> uh, that actually reminded me of one thing I wanted to ask about souvenirs in general and Disney stuff. Do you guys hold on to like ephemera type stuff? Like if you go somewhere, do you hold on to like the subway map or brochure? I do have like a lot of that stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, do. we have scrapbooks with things like that yeah. in it. I got a stack of paper fast passes from the yes, early we, 2000s. <laughs> we have those in our early trips from Disney, but now it's like we, we all go to Disney so much, we don't keep much of that. But I did, when we went to Germany last year, we kept train ticket stubs and no. stuff like that. Yeah, I've got a shoebox full of that stuff from the trip to Europe I took in eighth grade. And then somewhere I've got a big bag of stuff like that from when we went out west. And yeah, I don't know why. I, I rarely look at it. That's the kind of thing like, it's there. you know, down the road you can take and put in shadow boxes or... Like yeah. they, you can do some cool displays if you go somewhere like Michael's or Hobby Lobby. They can help you put all that together in a nice, organized way, yeah. so you can have like one whole thing of camping trips or whatever. Yeah, I used to do that for a living at Hobby. Oh yeah, I I want one of those coffee tables that the lid is glass top. Yeah. Like oh, that's a great idea. I yeah, that'd be really cool. I always thought that was just travel. for cocaine. <laughs> It's the top. It's not just for breakfast anymore. (laughs) (laughs) On the inside, you can make a nice display of your uh, travel keepsakes. The movies in the 80s lied to me. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Damn it. Well, if you'd like to go traveling and buying some (laughs) Some cocaine on a glass. Thanks for hanging out with us. (laughs) 
Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to bring home a suitcase full of souvenirs to make your friends and family jealous of all the amazing places you've seen, Key to the World Travel has a 2.5 million square foot department store on Herald Square in New York City with animated holiday displays in the windows, 10 floors of shopping, 15 restaurants, and a magical Santa's land for the kids full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. And don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is still the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest news at www.goldkeyadventurers.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. I have nothing to say about flows this week. (laughs) That's how it should be. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure. Hi, this is Bruce No, Hi, no, this is no. <laughs> what is happening? There's a ghost in the tractors. <laughs> There's some ghost in this house. There's some ghost in this house. I pushed, I pushed the wrong button. And now we're this stuck is here. What we, this is what we get for recording on Halloween. Yep. <laughs> I can't stop it. Once I trigger it, Why? it has to play out. We'll just remember to edit this part out. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs>